please try again. Welcome to Talking with Tiger, the Washita Sports Digital Network podcast. Welcome to episode eight of Talking with Tigers, the podcast of the Washita Sports Digital Network, the student sports media production program in the Rogers Department of Communications at Washita Baptist University. My name is Chris Babb, an instructor in the Rogers Department of Communications and also the director of our student sports media production program. Mid-July in 2020, as we prepare for the return of students to campus next month and the beginning of the fall 2020 uh, school year, the semester will begin on August 17th for Washita students as COVID-19 adjusted the fall calendar just a little bit. And as we prepare for the return of students, we also prepare for sports at Washita and whatever situation that will look like. Obviously, if you've listen to our podcast you know that that's been a theme of the podcast over the summer is preparing for a return uh, whenever that may come and uh, we should have some information on that as we progress through the summer invite you to check out a bonus episode of talking with tigers with washita athletic director david sharp in the next couple of days episode eight will feature osdn junior matthew branch as he visits with washita men's basketball head coach dennis nutt Last episode, Katie Hatchett visited with Washita women's basketball coach Robert Dallamore and talked about the 2020-21 Lady Tigers and the incoming class. This is a summer of a little bit different uh, for all of our teams at Washita. There is a little bit of news coming out, though. We'd like to recognize the Lady Tiger volleyball program under the direction of head coach Allison Frizzell Kaiser. They were one of uh, the teams nominated or named to the United States Marine Corps and American Volleyball Coaches Association Academic Award. They were named an academic award team for the 2019-20 season in order to be named a volleyball team, uh, in order for a volleyball team to be named to the USMC AVCA uh, academic honor team. Uh, they have to have a team that maintains a year-long grade point average of 3.3 or more or higher on a 4.0 scale. So congratulations to the Lady Tiger volleyball team for that recognition. Our guest today on Episode 8 of Talking with Tigers is Dennis Nutt, the men's basketball head coach at Washita. Coach Nutt will be entering his 10th season as the head coach of the Washita Tigers. He has uh, led the Tigers to two GAC tournament championships in 2013 and 2016, a Great American Conference regular season championship in 2015, and after that tournament championship in 2016, led the Tigers to the NCAA tournament, and that was the first time for the program since 2008. Coach Nutt uh, was a former NBA player for the Dallas Mavericks. Got a cup of coffee with the Mavericks, and he talks a little bit about that with Matthew. Matthew also talks uh, to Coach Nutt about, uh, after talking about the team, talking about uh, Coach Nutt's history with uh, the Arkansas School for the Deaf. If you are uh, a regular attender at uh, Washita men's basketball games, each year the uh, School for the Deaf brings a, a group of students down to enjoy a basketball game. Last year they came and uh, the cheerleading squad uh, performed at halftime. Coach Nutt and his family have a rich history with the Arkansas School for the Deaf. He'll explain that uh, 
uh, to Matthew as Matthew asks about that portion of uh, uh, of uh, the family life uh, growing up of Coach Nutt and also how he incorporates sign language into his coaching. Coach Nutt is what you know in what you could consider the first family of coaching in Arkansas. All four Nutt brothers have coached at the college level in Arkansas. Houston, Danny, Dennis, and Dickey, uh, all accomplished head coaches. And Washita is thankful to have Dennis Nutt as the head coach. And we're thankful to have Coach Nutt as Matthew's guest here on Episode 8 of Talking with Tigers. Hey, everybody. I'm Matthew Branch with the Washita Sports Digital Network here with Washita head basketball coach Dennis Nutt, and we're going to talk about the most recent recruiting class as well as just Washita basketball in general today. So thank you for being here with me today, Coach Nutt. Matt, appreciate it. Appreciate your time. All right, so I guess we'll just go ahead and dive on into this. So what's it been like since we all got sent home in March with the whole COVID and with the recruiting uh, restrictions. I know they probably you are probably already recruited most of them were already committed by the time everything got shut down. But how did that change in the three months before or in the few months before they actually signed the papers? Well, I'll tell you what, Matt, it was uh, really a unique experience. Uh, when we sent our guys home March 13th, you know, we thought it would be a two week period and then it went to four weeks and then it was the rest of the semester. And Poor timing, you know. We had we have six seniors walking out the door, so it was, uh, you know, it was it was challenging. But uh, you know, we knew what we had in front of us. We we had to get it done, and and every other school was doing it the same way. So it was uh, something you just kind of had to just sit down and and kind of learn new techniques, new new way of recruiting. You know, normally you have the face to face encounters, and you get to kind of see them react with your players and and other coaches and other staff members on campus so it's totally different totally different ball game and uh luckily coach jordan bailey my assistant really kind of got us up to speed on our virtual tours and and doing a lot of face-to-face on on the computer on laptops and so it uh, it worked out we feel pretty good about it you know uh you know hopefully in two years we're, we're saying the same thing you know that's that's the key but, uh, man, we feel really good about the guys we have coming in. I think it's a good balance between junior college guys, guys with a little more experience, and then some incoming freshmen. So, you know, I think we, we kind of cover, covered the gamut. Of course, you got six, so it's, it's, uh, it's, it's sort of unique. But we're, we're looking forward to it, and uh, we'll, we'll dive into them as, as we go on. We'll talk about each one. All right. So, well, let's first kind of talk about – you said we all, you were watched all six seniors this past year. So why don't we go through some of the recruits and talk about how they're going to fit into what what y'all or explain what y'all what uh, the team needs and how these recruits fit into that. Yeah, well, Matt, obviously with, with six guys leaving your program, you, your your needs are pretty spread out, and we we lost uh, you know leading scorer and Trey Harris from Little Rock. Uh, you know the guy was here four years and did some great things for us. So you lost a real speedy point guard and. And Allie Freeman, uh, we lost a versatile big guard and Eric Brown, who was a real, really good defender and and did some things for us that uh, that's hard to replace. Uh, Mo Talbert, Kyle Wright, Isaiah Harper was another four-year guy that was just sort of an energy guy, and he sort of did it all, played a lot of positions. So, you know, we we kind of run the gamut on on what we needed to replace. So, uh, 
the first kid we got is a Little Rock guy, Devian Bankston, that uh, went to J.A. Fair and then ended up in northern Oklahoma for two years. And he's 6'5", very versatile. Uh, we think he can bring a lot of energy to our team. He's kind of got that Dennis Rodman approach. He, he's kind of got a nose for the basketball. Uh, we look forward to what he can bring to us. Uh, Madarius Hobson is a kid from Etiwamba Junior College. Uh, we, we've always had success with guys from Etiwamba. Coach Pate does a good job over there. Uh, he's a kid that uh, is 6'3", 6'4", very versatile, that, that led him in scoring and rebounding. Uh, so I think that's something he can really help us with. Also, defensively, he, he's, a tough, he's a tough young man. Uh, looking forward to having him with us. DJ Kane is a kid from Richland College. Uh, that's from Austin, Texas originally. Uh, that's a, really a knockdown shooter and, and scores the ball at a high level. Uh, he was 43% from three, and he took 13 to the national tournament. So uh, I think he's – I think that's one thing last year that, that we, we were not very consistent with shooting the three-point shot. Uh, we're probably near the bottom of the GAC in that category. But now we're on top in free throws. So it's, it's, it's kind of a weird dynamic there. But uh, – we struggle sometimes scoring the ball, and so we're looking for guys that, that can help us stretch the floor a little bit. I think DJ is going to be one of those guys. Another kid, a freshman from Greenbrier, is Kobe Dunlap, and uh, he will be coming in his first year and really a knockdown shooter as well. And that's kind of – we had an elite camp last year in the fall, and he came in, did a, did a good job, and kind of really caught our attention. So uh, we followed him, and we signed him early, actually, in November, which helped us a little bit when the spring came around with this crazy recruiting season we had. Uh, a couple guys we signed in the late uh, period was uh, Alex Scariola. Now, this kid uh, will be a freshman, but he redshirted last year in Manhattan University. Uh, his dad's assistant coach with the Toronto Raptors. Uh, this kid played in Spain uh, growing up and was uh, part of the FIBA gold medal 18-year-old team that that, that won, won their division. So, this kid kind of plays a lot of positions. He, he plays from point to, to the three three guard. Uh, he's kind of traveled the world, so he, he knows the game, and we're looking forward to him. Uh, Marvin Williams Dunn is a kid from New Zealand, point guard, and uh, we, we kind of been on him for a while, and we, we, uh, we pulled the trigger late, and I think he's going to bring, uh, you know, some backup at the point guard position that we need and, and probably will compete right away for some minutes. Um, you know, those, that's, that's, that's the class. Stephen Tabe is a kid from El Dorado. Also, we signed late. Uh, yeah, he's a he's in-state kid. I think uh, in time, he, he has a chance to be really good. So that, that's, that's kind of the class. I know it's a, it's a big class. Uh, but, uh, you know, I think all of them will, will add to the puzzle. And uh, that's kind of what you have to do to, to hopefully get to that caliber of the, the elite teams in this league, which is uh, – I'll tell you what, in the last couple of years, the GAC is a very, very competitive league. So uh, we'll have to keep working, and, uh, and and hopefully time will tell. So reading on the – the reading I did on the players who are coming in, they look like they have a lot of talent. They can help the team a lot. So but most of them – I mean, all but two of them are really junior college players. I mean, the one from – one was a red shirt, so I didn't get to play. But are you looking for – immediate impact out of these players when as soon as they get here or what's to look for them on oh, that? Yeah, a absolutely. I, I think when you lose six, you know, you're, you're going to have, have to have some immediate help. And I think the guys, I think everyone that we brought in has a chance to, uh, to play a part. You know, I think as, as we go from August to November, 
you know, I think the minutes will, and, and their piece of the puzzle will start to materialize. And, and I think you'll see pretty quick who, who's going to get the, uh, the bulk of the minutes as, as the season progresses. Gotcha. So, like I said, and you mentioned two of those players are international students mm-hmm. from Spain and one from New Zealand. I, I just kind of want to know how you got them to come to Arkadelphia, Arkansas. You know, a lot of people don't know where this town is, have never heard of it. But how did you get these guys from halfway across the world to Washita? You know, it's uh, – you know, sometimes you, you just kind of rely on some contacts that you've made over the years. Uh, you know, with, with Alex, the one coming from Spain, you know, his dad was really big at Real Madrid. I played at Real, with Real Madrid years ago. So there was a little connection there and just just word of mouth. And sometimes it's timing. You know, timing just kind of fell right where we kind of connected with each other and we both had a need. And so uh, with Marvin in New Zealand, I think that's probably more Jordan. Coach Bailey did a good job of contacting their coach and uh, their contact person over there. And, and you know, it's just, it just a little work and a lot of virtual tours and – but I, I think this this with the COVID and with everything that's going on, you know, sometimes that can play in to your favor. You know, you just uh, you put your best foot forward, and hopefully everything lines up the right way, and you end up getting them. So uh, so so right now, you know, we're we're excited about it, and uh, and I think they all again can add something to our team. Everyone brings something a little different to this team, and uh, and I'm just I'm excited to see how it develops. Gotcha. And you were talking. You mentioned it earlier, and you just mentioned it again with the virtual tours that you're using with recruiting. What well, kind of walk me through how you did that? Like how you how you were able to go through that and do the virtual tours for the recruits? Well, I tell you, our, our school does a good job. They have a little map that you can go through, and you can click on each building, and each building has four to five different pictures inside of that building. So we kind of walk them through our campus. We walk them through you know, what they're going to go through once they get here. Uh, you know, it's, it's a pretty neat deal. It's it's the next best thing of, acts, you know, of not being here and seeing it for yourself. At least they get a little, little dose of what it will be like. And, uh, again, our, in our school and our uh, communication department, they do a good job with that. And we just – we try to take advantage of it. Gotcha. And now that I kind of want to talk about you a little bit, you a little bit, coach. Not just the Washita, but you just mentioned that you played for Real Madrid over there. But I kind of want to roll it back a little bit more because I found out last year that whenever the school for the deaf came down to watch one of the games, that you grew up there. And I feel like that's something not a lot of people know about you. Can you kind of talk about growing up in, at the school for the deaf with your dad being in you local bet. sign language and all that? Yeah, my. Uh... Started with my dad. You know, my dad was the high school coach there, athletic director uh, for 33 years. Uh, his parents and his side of the family, they were all deaf. So he was fortunate enough to go to Kentucky and Oklahoma State. So when he graduated from there, the job in Little Rock was open. So he felt that was a calling for him and he wanted to get back there. And so my, by that time they were married and my mom started teaching that she had no deaf background at all. So she kind of had to learn on the fly. But uh, that was sort of our second home. Uh, we were always up on their campus, you know, in the gym, watching their games, kind of following in their footsteps. Uh, so naturally, we all learned to speak the language, and sign language is kind of part of uh, kind of what we do every day. We, I teach our guys sign language. We have plays that are from sign language, so it kind of makes sense. 
but uh, yeah, we uh, we spent a lot of time on that campus. That was always some, somewhere we went on Saturday afternoons, Sunday afternoons, Christmas Day, whatever. You know, when when it got a little slow around the house, we we went to the Arkansas School for the Deaf. That's really cool. I said, I always I thought that was really cool watching you go out there and talk to them in sign language and having them come down. I didn't know that was a yearly thing until last year when I got there and we were running the. Uh, running the broadcast for it, and they did the halftime show with their cheerleaders. Yeah. So you, so you said you, you said y'all run plays with sign language. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. We got different calls, or, or, or black, or, or white, and we, we kind of use that, and I teach them along the way some pretty basic signs. And uh, one of the uh, dorm supervisors, Todd Lidsford, is the, is the gentleman that kind of puts the trips together every year for them. He played for my dad, and I remember him as a player. So uh, he ended up working for the school, and we've kind of kept that up the last four or five years. And Coach Sharp does a good job with that. He entertains them, and he, he'll allow them to go to the cafeteria before our game. So it's a big trip for them. They always look forward to it. It's great. Like I said, that's one thing that I, once I found that out, I immediately fell in love with that whole thing and seeing everything. So after that, like, kind of, like I said, kind of walk us through, like, your basketball career, though, like outside of that. Talk, yeah, I want to know a little bit more about basketball career. Let other people who are listening to these podcasts learn a little bit more about one of our coaches. Well, I appreciate you asking that. Uh, growing up in Little Rock, I had three older brothers, so it was uh, it was always a game going on around the house, or you know, we always had something going on. So it was pretty good for me being the youngest. So I always had to kind of play up to their level, and we always had a game going on. And I uh, ended up going to Little Rock Central. Not highly recruited out of there. I didn't get many phone calls after that. But uh, fortunately, ended up going to TCU. They, they signed me really late in the game. And uh, it was kind of a one-year opportunity is kind of how they put it. So I, I kind of made the best of that and stayed there four years. And after that, just continued to want to play. Uh, tried several tryouts uh, with Dallas and ended up in the G League. Back in that day, it was called the CBA, Continental Basketball Association. Uh, but it's very similar to the G League now. Uh, end up uh, making it on with the Dallas Mavericks in 1986-87 uh, season. So, man, just a uh, dream come true. It was uh, – I had good seats every night, man. I'm not going to lie. I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't, didn't play a whole lot. I had a couple good games. But uh, mainly it was just a good experience. Uh, and back in that day, you didn't have a lot of assistant coaches. So, I sat right next to the head coach – you know, during that time. So I was, uh, you know, instrumental in, in my future. And uh, it was, it was a good time. It was, it was almost like a, like a dream, you know, it was, it was amazing seeing all the guys you watched on TV years ago and all of a sudden you're on the same floor with them. So it was, uh, it was a great time. Uh, then after that, uh, sort of finished it out going to Real Madrid. Uh, George Carl was, was a former NBA coach was coaching over there at the time. So I got to play for him, and, uh, you know, it's amazing how this, this basketball, this world turns. And many years later, you know, there's a, there's a young man that, that played for their, their program. So uh, uh, you never know how, how uh, your pass will, will cross. But, uh, you know, basketball has been, been an interesting ride and uh, a lot of different stops. But I tell you, Washtal has been fun, and, 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 I, and I'm glad I'm here. And we're glad to have you. It's always – I mean – the games are always fun to watch. It's always fun to – you always get into it, no matter what's going on, you always get into it, and it's fun to 
watch you from the stands or from the, cam the camera's nest or in the back of the broadcast stuff. So what kind of that one kind of covered that. We covered the recruiting, covered you a little bit. What is it kind of – what is – what's it looking like going forward in these next couple months once the players get back? Uh, Matt, good question. It's, uh, it's like – building a plane in midair, you know, that's kind of how I describe it. It's, uh, it's going to be unique. You know, I, I think we, we don't know a lot of answers. You know, I know we're going to start August 17th. So we'll kind of look forward to that day. And, uh, you know, I'm sure football starting first may tell us a little bit more on how they will progress with it. Uh, you know, I'm sure it's, it may be a little bumpy ride at first, but, uh, you know, it's kind of like life. We, we just try to teach our guys to, to take the challenge of what's in front of you and just, just work through it and, and you got to get by it. Uh, but I think it's a lot of unknowns, Matt. I think there's a lot of things that we don't know, uh, but hopefully we can all get through it, you know, stay safe. And, uh, and, and I'm sure the guidelines will change from, from day to day. I'm sure what we're hearing now may not be the case in three weeks. So uh, we'll just try to keep moving forward. We're, uh, you know, probably a month and a half away from getting them here. Uh, but it, it would go fast, and hopefully uh, everything would kind of stay on course until then. Good. I think that kind of wraps up everything for today, Coach. Matt, I, I just want to say uh, I want to thank you guys and Chris Babb. And uh, I've been here again. This is my 10th year. And uh, and, I, and I think uh, you guys do a great job. I, I know I got brothers that, that watch our games and friends from all parts of the country, and they really talk about how – the level has really stepped up with y'all's broadcast of the the live streams and 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 I appreciate you doing this today and it means a lot. So uh, hopefully we can just kind of continue and make you guys proud. Oh yes, sir. Well, so we love doing this and we love with OSD and how we're we able to move forward. I mean, we're about to start our second year of it. We just founded last August and got cut short. And I said we're we're looking making some steps, some step ups too. I said it's I'm excited to be here on this side of the. You bet. Uh, or the athletics at Washita. So you bet. Glad to have you. Thank, thank you, Coach Nutt, for coming or for talking to me today and a lot of crazy stuff going on. And hopefully, come August seventeenth, all the players will show up and we can get ready for a close, as close to a normal season and a normal in a normal semester as we can get. That sounds good, Matt. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you, Coach. Again, our thanks to Washita men's basketball coach Dennis Nutt for taking his time out to talk about the 2020-21 signing class, the team, uh, some expectations uh, uh, for that group and what uh, this uh, recruiting cycle has been in the wake of COVID-19 restrictions that have been placed on coaching staffs across the country. Thanks to Matthew Branch and the rest of our students for their continued participation in uh, talking with Tigers over the summer. We look forward to getting those students back on campus and working on broadcasts and other events on campus. We look forward to having them back in just under a month, just under a month when the, the students will be back. Again, as I mentioned at the outset, uh, tune in uh, uh, to our SoundCloud page or uh, our uh, iTunes on uh, our iTunes uh, channel as well, uh, where you can get the podcast, not on iTunes, sorry, not a channel, but uh, we'll be putting in a, a special episode with the Washington Athletic Director David Sharp out soon, as he will give an update on COVID-related matters with in relation to the Great American Conference and what fall might look like for Washington Athletic teams. 
again, we thank you for listening. Uh, subscribe, uh, share, and so you, you and your friends who are Washita fans can keep up with Washita Athletics through the Washita Sports Digital Network and the Talking with Tigers podcast. Until next time, you're listening to Talking with Tigers, a production of the Washita Sports Digital Network. Thanks for listening. The Washita Sports Digital Network is the student sports media production program of the Rogers Department of Communications at Washita Baptist University. For more information on OSDN, email us at osdn at obu.edu or visit our social media channels on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.